Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into another episode of the Football Betting Show, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Scott Seidenberg, joined as always by legendary handicapper Brandon Lang as we get ready for the big game. I cannot wait. This has been one of the hardest games for me to handicap. I'm curious to see which side Brandon is leaning on. But I'll tell you what, I promise you, we are going to give you winners because I got a a slew of prop bets that you can play for this Super Bowl. And if you're going to bet prop bets because the Super Bowl is here, you can get it on the action at betonline.ag. Tampa Bay, the first team in history to play for their title on their home field, currently three-and-a-half-point underdogs or three-point dogs. It's the line keeps moving. The Kansas City Chiefs looking to be the first back-to-back winner since Tom Brady and the New England Patriots did it when uh, they beat the Eagles. They became back-to-back champs. BetOnline has hundreds of props on the game, including MVP, margin of victory, and even the length of the national anthem. We'll give you that winner coming up in just a few minutes. Always available online or on your mobile device. Visit BetOnline today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Brandon, I know it's uh, it's an unusual year. You're down there at Radio Row uh, in Tampa. It's not the pomp and circumstances that we would normally have every year with hundreds and hundreds of radio stations and shows. Uh, what's this year been like, and how is it different from previous Radio Rows, which you're, you're usually at every year? It's not even... Not even a comparison. Um, it's dead. Um, it's Wednesday. It's one thirty. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, there's like thirteen shows here, and that's it. Um, it's just absolutely dead. There's no energy in the room. Normally, you got players walking around with their handlers and. It's just a whole different ball game. Now, granted, next year will be completely different because next year will be in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll definitely make up for what's not here. But it's definitely – it's just not – it's 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 a regular season game. The Chiefs aren't coming in until Saturday. The Bucks are here in their house. Um, it's essentially a regular season game is what it is. And, um, and if I'm Tampa Bay, I think that hurts them because – KC's up in their houses and in their beds and Tampa Bay's here in their houses and their beds and the hype 24,000 in the stands. Um, it's just, it's just, it's Super Bowl by name, but it truly is just another regular season game. So are you putting any stock into the Bucks being home? I know that they announced that they're not going to do the normal stadium practices that they would normally do for a home game. There's no cam, there's no cannons that are going to be fired after Bucks touchdowns. Uh, they're trying to keep this game as neutral of an atmosphere as they can. So are you putting any stock into the Bucks playing this game in their home stadium? No, not at all. Not one single bit. You know, you're talking to a guy that I'm probably the only guy in the entire country that's hit the last six Super Bowls. Um, I had to get lucky with Seattle, New England, with the Malcolm Butler interception. Mm-hmm. Next next year was easy. <clears throat> Denver's defense versus Cam Newton. Yep. Next year, I had to get lucky with New England plus the points over minus points over Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Shanahan Shanahan had to choke. Uh, at the end of the game by calling a pass play on second and 12 when they're at the 24 and you had the sack and then the holding penalty. Um, the next year was pretty easy. 
Worst defense Belichick ever brought to the Super Bowl, Philadelphia plus the points. They won the game outright. But in that game, you had to get lucky because New England had come back and taken the lead 35-33 and five minutes to go in the game. Doug Peterson faced the fourth and two on his own 44, and he went for it. He doesn't get it there. New England's going to go down and score and be up nine, need a back door, just like the first time they met in 2004. But they picked up the first down, went down and scored and won the game outright. Next year was easy. Goff versus Bill Belichick. I rolled with Bill Belichick and the Patriots over the Rams. And then last year it was Mahomes versus Jimmy Garoppolo. And granted, Mahomes didn't look all that great for three quarters, but in the fourth quarter when it counted, he outplayed Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's your victory. So people ask me all the time, you're, you know, you've hit six in a row and you're 25 and three with this selection. Obviously, your your approach to picking this game and what you look at and how you handicap it is unprecedented and untouched or unmatched by anyone. Um What's your system? What's your, and it's the same. I, I just pick what I think team A is going to try to do and what team B is mm-hmm. going to try to do. And then mm-hmm. I just tell myself who's going to do it better. So are you putting um, any stock into the matchup that we saw earlier this year? Chiefs beating the Bucks 27, 24. I, I put a little stock in it from the standpoint that people think the game was closer than it was. Well, yeah, t- um, uh, Tampa had to score 14 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to make it that, that score. Yeah, but but when the Chiefs took the 27-10 lead, they stopped Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay went three and they, they punted. They got the ball back, but they're pinned back at their own eight-yard line. Uh, they really didn't do much. They punted. Tampa scored 27-17. Casey got the ball back. Fourth quarter, drove right through him, got to the 31. Then you had a personal foul penalty on Tampa Bay. He had three holding penalties on KC. They ended up punted. Tampa Bay backdoored the point spread 27-24. And then Chiefs walked on the field and said, we need to pick up two first downs to win this game. And they did. So Todd Bowles played a lot of man in the first half. He went zone or doubled Tyree Kill and Kelsey in the second half. Um, the two drives at KC was stopped. They had bad field position on the seven and the 11. Um, and that's it. So to me, this Super Bowl comes down to one very big question. Whose defensive line gets the most pressure on the opposing quarterback? Now, you can say whatever you want about the Chiefs offensive line being being banged up. No Eric Fisher. They're 27-1 and one with Fisher, 3-3 three and three without him. Mm-hmm. You can analyze that six ways from Sunday. But at the end of the day, it comes down to this. The Chiefs have had a banged up offensive line for pretty much two years. They're 25-1. and one. Their last 26 games. So say what you want. Go go ahead and just say what you want. But this is a well-oiled machine, and you have to suspect that if Andy Reid thinks that his offensive line's in a little bit of trouble, he'll do a lot of he'll do a lot more RPO. Mm-hmm. He'll move the pocket. He'll be creative with with Mahomes on the on the, on the other side. Um, that defensive line for the Chiefs is playing really well right now, and they dominated a Buffalo offense that had been playing very well. Um, and they dominated them in every sense of the word. So if you like Tampa Bay, you're basically saying your defensive line is going to win the football game. If you like uh, Kansas City, you're basically saying that that defensive line is going to do to Brady what they did to, to Josh Allen, who runs like a deer, and they kept him contained. 
and that's it. Yeah, look, there's a couple of things here. You mentioned Fisher being out, and Mike Remmers is going to start in his place, saying uh, if you want a quick refresher of what Mike Remmers is capable of, look at that Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos and the Panthers, which Von Miller ate him up in that game. And granted, that's Von Miller, but the guys on the Tampa Bay Bucks defense are pretty good, and I think that they'll try and attack Remmers on that right on that right side or left side, whichever he's starting on. So I think that they're absolutely going to go for Remmers and, and, and try and get to Patrick Mahomes. The other thing is, is clearly we know this is a matchup between the Bucks defense and, and the Tampa Bay offense, right? A couple of numbers jump out at me. Short yardage rushing. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the number one short yardage rushing team in the NFL. The Kansas City Chiefs are the 32nd worst short yardage rushing defense in the NFL. And it's much like I said when I was handicapping the Packers against the Bucs. If this game comes down to a key third or fourth down where the Bucs need to get one or two yards, I expect the Bucs to convert. That also means I expect the Bucs to extend drives and try and keep Patrick Mahomes in this offense off the field. The other number that jumps out to me, Brandon, is red zone numbers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the fifth-ranked red zone offense in the NFL. The Kansas City Chiefs are the 32nd-worst red zone defense in the NFL. We know you can't beat the Kansas City Chiefs by kicking field goals, and looking at these numbers, I don't think the Bucs are going to have to kick field goals. I think they're going to score when they get the football in the red zone. I'll be honest, this has been the hardest game for me to handicap because I can also give you numbers that favor the Kansas City Chiefs, like looking at what Patrick Mahomes has done in the postseason. Do you realize that he has led a drive, every single drive that he has been in the game, with the exception of taking knees? Patrick Mahomes has led the Kansas City Chiefs to either a touchdown or a field goal attempt, with the only time they did not was when Tyreek Hill dropped that wide-open pass against Buffalo the very first drive of the game. So two playoff games. Every single drive for that for that Kansas City offense has resulted in either a touchdown or a field goal attempt. That's ridiculous. I just think that this game could actually come down to the final possession, and if that's going to be the case for me, I'm going to take the points with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Brandon. I, I really am. I, I just think that it's going to come down to who has the football last. I love the, the, the red zone efficiency stats. I love the short yardage stats. And we all know the defense wins championships. I'm going to rely on that Bucks defensive line to cause some havoc. Maybe they get a turnover. Uh, and also penalties. Let me just give you this number. One final number here for the stat geeks. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a plus 17 net penalty yards per game. The Chiefs are minus 11.8. The, 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 the penalty differential is massive between these two teams. So if there's a key penalty, like a pass interference or a defensive holding, hey, the Bucs won against the Packers because of a defensive holding. I think that could be the difference in this game. And in a, in a game that might be too close to call, I, I think I'm going to take the points with the Bucs. Here's, here's where you talk me off of it, by the way. So... People call Tom Brady the GOAT. And the only reason why Tom Brady is the GOAT is because he has six Super Bowl rings. If you look at Tom Brady's nine Super Bowl performances, mm -hmm. 
the GOAT with the Patriots never scored a point in the first quarter of any of the nine Super Bowls. Well, they had, start they, they, had, they had three in one in one of those games. They had three. Right. So I'm saying they, they never scored a touchdown. No touchdowns. Yep. In the first quarter mm-hmm. of any Super Bowl. So now And the Kansas City that, Chiefs so. are the number one scoring first quarter team in the NFL. I get that. Okay. Okay. I'm not, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a point here. His first Super Bowl against the Rams, he wasn't asked to do much because it was only his second year and he managed the game well and he made one great throw on the last drive that set up the game when he field goal. Next Super Bowl over Carolina was a shootout in the last three quarters. Jake DeLome versus Brady. He actually made some nice throws in that game. The next Super Bowl against Philadelphia, they had no right winning that. McNabb wet the bed and shit all over himself or Philadelphia wins that Super Bowl. Then he faces the Giants twice and plays like garbage. And he really did. If you really break down the throws he missed in the 18-0 and game, he was garbage. He was garbage in both games against the Giants. Garbage. Absolute garbage. Next Super Bowl, he was garbage for three quarters against Seattle. And he threw up the two touchdowns in the, in the, in the fourth quarter uh, of that Super Bowl. In the Atlanta Super Bowl, he was garbage for pretty much two and a half quarters. Garbage. Pick six. Missed open receivers, and then he got hot at the end of the third, fourth quarter. Next Super Bowl against the Rams, he was garbage. Absolute garbage. Pretty much that entire football game, he was absolute garbage. 6-3, Rams are driving. Goff throws the pick down at the five-yard line. Brady gets the ball, makes a couple of nice throws, and then he hits Gronk down the seam on the left side. Probably the best throw he's made of his career that has set up the game-clinching touchdown 13-3. So that right there. Then the Philadelphia Super Bowl is the only Super Bowl that he has played wire to wire where he has been absolutely fantastic. And he lost throwing for over 500 yards. Now in these playoffs so far, made some nice throws in the Washington game, but even then their defense allowed Taylor Heineke to throw for 305 yards and was driving to tie the game when they couldn't convert fourth and six from midfield in in the fourth quarter. Um, Then came the saints game and Jared cook doesn't fumble. They don't win that game in that game. They never had one touchdown drive of 70 yards or more. Both those drives led to field goals. Then the interception returned to the three, interception returned to the 10, and the Cook fumble got returned to the 40. Three short fields led to their three touchdowns there. Now the Green Bay game, one drive, first drive of the game, covered 75 yards or more. After that, nothing. Field position, nothing. Long pass to Scotty Miller at the end of the first half. The, the jump ball to uh, Godwin uh, set up the other score. Um And Tom Brady, when Green Bay decided to blitz in the second half, looked like a first-year quarterback that had just got into the NFL. He did everything he possibly could do to lose that game against Green Bay in the second half. Mm -hmm. He made three of the worst throws you've ever seen in your life. That the GOAT? Let me ask you this. Did you ever see Joe Montana make throws like that? Nope. Ever? Nope. Steve Young? John Elway? Nope. Brett Favre? So if people well, far, think yes. Tom Brady, <laughs> far, yes. people think Tom Brady is going to waltz in here at 43 years old and just have the game of his life, they're crazy. His defense is going to have to win this game again because at the end of the day, Tom Brady has not played great football either against the Saints or against Green Bay. He had some nice throw, the third down, first third down conversion to Evans was a great throw. The touchdown throw to Evans was a great throw. The throw to Scully Miller was a great throw. But other than that, Brady has struggled in Super Bowls. So it's his defense is going to have to win the game. Now, can they? Absolutely. 100%. But handicapping this game, thinking Tom Brady's going to come in here and outplay Patrick Mahomes, it's not happening. 
It's not happening. Tom Brady at 43 years old is not going to outplay Patrick Mahomes. So if you bet on Tampa Bay, you are betting that the Bucks defense is going to beat Patrick Mahomes because Tom Brady will not beat against mm-hmm. the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. He's not good enough at 43 years old. Hey, he wasn't good enough against Tampa against the Saints. And he wasn't good enough against Green Bay. Their defense won it. They got away with a holding penalty at the first half with Aaron Rodgers that led to the pick, that led to the Scotty Miller touchdown. If they don't get that, they're not winning that game. And then the early fumble in the third quarter, you are you and I were texting, was was huge in, in that game. We can go back to the Tampa to the to the Saints game and Jerry Cook, whatever, whatever, whatever. So it's, it comes down to this: if you're betting Tampa Bay, you're betting that defensive line is going to dominate the offensive line of the Chiefs. They're going to get to Mahomes because the bottom line is this. If you don't get to Mahomes, he is going to shred that secondary of Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Shred them. Shred them. Far couldn't do it because the offensive line couldn't hold up. Far had guys open all day long. Just didn't have time to get it to him. And that's, and that's where the Super Bowl was going to be won or lost. And that's it. All right, let's talk prop bets here. Um, and uh, those of you who are follow us from last year know that we nailed – not just the national anthem, but we also nailed the uh, Super Bowl halftime first sh- first song performance. Uh, stay tuned to uh, my Twitter at Scott's on Air, BrandonLang.com. We'll have those up there uh, as we get closer and closer to the event. But as far as the game is concerned, Brandon, I want to throw out a couple of anytime touchdown score props and let me know what you think. The first one, I'm going with McCall Hardman at plus two hundred. That's the, the best bet. That's the best bet on the board. And the reason why I say McCall Hardman anytime touchdown is because last time these two teams played, Tyreek Hill burned them, right? Two touchdowns in the first quarter. One was 75 yards, one was 44 yards. The Tampa Bay Bucks will take away Tyreek Hill. They will try their best to take away Tyreek Hill. McCall Hardman Absolutely. does the McCall Hardman does the same things that Tyreek Hill does. He is a burner yep. just like him. So what what Kansas City is going to do to adjust is say, "Go ahead, double Tyreek Hill. We're going to use yep. McCall Hardman and run those same Tyreek Hill routes." and burn you in one-on-one coverage with your lesser defenders because your bigger defenders are like Sean Murphy Bunting and Antoine Winfield Jr. are going to be doubling Tyreek Hill. So we're going to hit McCall Hardman on those same Tyreek Hill routes. So I think Hardman gets into the end zone plus 200. Uh, My next one, so you agree with me on that one, I guess, because you're yesing the entire time. Absolutely. Absolutely. The next one here, Cameron Brait anytime touchdown plus 250. If you've paid attention to the Tampa Bay Bucks during this postseason, Rob Gronkowski has been used primarily as a blocker. They've played three playoff games this postseason. And in all three playoff games, Cameron Brait has out-targeted his numbers during the regular season. He had five targets, six targets, and five targets. He caught a touchdown last week against the Green Bay Packers, or two weeks ago against the Green Bay Packers. He also, Brandon, scored a touchdown against the New Orleans Saints, but it was called back due to penalty. So Cameron Brait has one touchdown in this playoffs, and it came in the conference championship game. He should have two touchdowns because he scored, like I said, against the New Orleans Saints. I think Cameron Brait's going to get into the end zone here. Brady's been looking for him here in the playoffs. Give me Cameron Brait anytime touchdown plus 250. Yeah, I'm a... I'm on Kelsey to score one TD at minus 160. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with you on Hardman. The receiving yards for Hardman, 
over 25 and a half is minus 110. Boom. Um, successful two-point conversion, yes, plus 180. Boom. And um, have a little fun with the first play of the game. I think it's definitely a pass play at plus 100. So there you go. I think we're we're rocking and rolling. We're both we're both on the Hardman train, which I think is a great train to be on. Yeah. I agree with you. They are going to double Tyreek Hill. Yep. And Hardman's gonna and I think Hardman's gonna have a monster game. I really I, do. I wish there was I can't find the prop on Hardman rushing yards, but I wish we can get a Hardman rushing yards prop because you know he's taking one of those uh uh but you know what that's dangerous because it could be a pop pass. And it could be yes. like a sweep, but it could be credited as a pass. So, yeah, Hardman yes. over receiving yards. We are jumping on board. Uh, and right now at 28.5 is what I see. Uh, we are jumping all over Hardman over receiving yards and Hardman to score a touchdown. Uh, Dark Horse MVP, if you wanted to lay it on, McCall Hardman, uh, that is major value uh, to win the MVP award, even though it's very, very difficult because uh, it's going to go to Patrick Mahomes if the Kansas City Chiefs win. But McCall Hardman to win the MVP, Brandon, is plus 10000 A $100 bet wins you $10,000. I'm on it. A I'm betting it. A $10 bet wins you 1000 Just put 10 on it. Put 50 on it. Why not? Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm betting that. I'm betting that. Small potatoes. Punt return touchdown. Punt return touchdown. Oh, uh, I, this is what I got to ask you about. I got to ask you. Yeah. Will there be a defensive or special teams touchdown scored in this game? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. And why do you say that? I think there'll be a punt return for a touchdown. You know, that I could be that, a punt return for a touchdown. And that could also be McCall Hardman's touchdown, by the way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow, we are all aboard the McCole Hardman train. Yeah, uh, we are, my man. <laughs> all right, here's here's another prop bet that I really like. Tom Brady over half a rushing yard. I think there's going to be a quarterback sneak in this game. If there, Tom Brady is going to take matters into his own hands at some point in this game. Whether it's a third and one or a fourth and one, he's going to go up to the line, he's going to tap his center on the ass, and he's going to fall forward for a yard, and you're going to win Tom Brady over a half a rushing yard. I like that. I like that. Let's get on that, too. Yep, we're on that. We're throwing, uh, out, we're throwing out nothing but winners here for you. This is nothing but winners on these props. Nothing but winners on these podcasts. <laughs> All right. Um, Brady or Mahomes to throw the first interception. We go with Brady? Yes. That's minus 155. Is that the favorite there for Brady to throw yep. first interception? Um, let's see. I circled a whole bunch of these. Oh, I, I said the Cameron Brate anytime touchdown. I like Cameron Brate over yards, too. I think it's 30. Let me double check. But as I mentioned, look at the targets that he's been getting in the games uh, here in the playoffs. And I'm going to have him to score a touchdown as well. So I might as well jump on Brate to have over 30 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, Brady likes him. Yep, over 30 and a half. Uh, Scotty Miller, over 20 and a half receiving yards. Mm. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, it's fun. Prop- Dude, I'm going to have so much money on prop bets during this Super Bowl. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, I do think Evans scores a touchdown. He's the He's, you know, Brady's guy. So that's going to be like my chalky play, much like the Kelsey play. Uh, the chalky play is going to be the Evans touchdown. 
Um, right now, it is at plus 105, so it's basically even money. And, uh, yeah, I mean, nothing else has really jumped out to me in terms no. of in terms of the props. Those are the ones that I circled. Those are the ones that I like. Gatorade color last year, it was orange for the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you double up on orange again? Yes. Thinking it's gonna... Andy's Andy is a creature of habit. Okay. So if they if they won the Super Bowl and it was orange Gatorade, then he'll have orange Gatorade in there again. That's what it was last year. It was orange Gatorade. Uh, I'm absolutely. Gonna... Now listen, I'm gonna tweet out my official national anthem pick probably on Friday or Saturday. Uh, I might be waiting. Well, because we some... get inside information. Oh well, yeah, I was about to say I might be waiting for some some information there. But, but see, last year I, last year we got it, and I couldn't find any place yep. to bet it. So it yeah, because it gets off the board on Saturday. That's why. Yep. Uh, but I'm gonna go over. It's oh, I'm leaning towards the over on the national anthem because it is a. Listen, I've done my homework on this. The national anthem is a duet this year. Eric Church and some R and B singer named Jasmine, whatever. Okay. Yes. The last yes. time. The last time that we had a duet for the Super Bowl National Anthem was Aretha Franklin and Aaron Neville, and they went two minutes and nine seconds. Two minutes and eight, two minutes and nine, which would go over the 159 that they are projecting here for this National Anthem. So I'm going to go over on the National Anthem because it's a duet, and they could go back and forth, trading notes, whatever they want to do. Maybe there's an Eric Church guitar solo in there. Uh, so I'm going over on the national anthem. Agreed. I'm looking at it right now. It's uh minute 59. Yep. So I went over the poster total with you. Over is minus 110. Yep. We're going so for it. I went. Oh, I went over. I have 11 prop bets um, on the website, and that is one of them. Uh, I hit both the coin toss and national anthem last year. So over one minute 59 seconds. Agree with you there. Yep. And finally, I'm just going to say this. The logic here is simple. If you're if you're going to bet the Chiefs to win this Super Bowl, first of all, don't worry about the spread, right? History will tell you that the Super Bowl winner covers 11 the spread. straight. Yes. Yeah. So don't 11 even straight. So so you're not worried about the spread. But let's say you yeah. are concerned about the spread. Instead of betting the Chiefs at -172 on the money line, you can bet Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP at even money because if the Kansas city chiefs win, it's 90% going to be a Patrick Mahomes MVP. So instead of laying the minus minus one seventy, you can just bet even money. Does that make sense? Yeah, to a certain degree, but listen, at the end of the day, you're not worried you about the spread. Play, I understand. Do you want me to tell you to play the super bowl? The play. I would love to play the super bowl. I think we gave out several plays of the super bowl. But take, sure. take the chiefs. Buy him down to minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Take Tampa Bay. Buy him up to plus three and a half. Set back and watch this game fall on three as the Kansas City Chiefs win by three. You win I, both. I mean, I would love Whee! that. I would. Lo- I would love that because I'm taking the Bucks three and a half. So I, would... <laughs> I know you are. So my pick is up at BrandonLang.com right now. We're going for seven in a row, trying to get to twenty six three and two. It's the number one mark in the entire planet Earth. Uh, I, I can rest assured, I'm probably 110% confident that I am the only handicapper on the planet Earth that's hit the last six. I don't think they to, 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 to go through the minefield of those six games and go 6-0, and I'm confident there's nobody who's going for a seventh straight Super Bowl winner. And I'm pretty confident nobody's 25-3 and three for their career. 
So brandonlang.com, Super Bowl winner number seven in a row. I'm going to just say that again so you hear it, Scott. Number seven in a row. Do you hear that, Scott? I hear it. For a seventh straight Super Bowl winner and to try to get to 26-3-2 with this selection over the course of my career. I wish you all the best uh, in all your prop bets and all your winners. BrandonLang.com, Super Bowl winner, number seven in a row. Can't do, can't make it any easier than that. Enjoy the game on Sunday, brother. Text me from the stadium. You got it. <laughs> See you, bud. Later. You there? Yeah, good shit, bro. All right, I'm on Tampa Bay. I'm 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 on I'm on Kansas City. Yeah, so no, good luck. Yeah, good luck, bro. I hope it lands right, right. on the middle. There you go. All right, <laughs> let it. Well, there you have it. Seven in a row. Brandon Lang is going for on BrandonLang.com. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir. S C O T T S O N A I R. I will tweet out probably on Friday the full list of the prop bets and the plays for the Super Bowl. So you're gonna find that there. We gave you out most of them here on the uh, podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the the, uh, football betting show wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you so much for being with us this football season, and we'll be back next week to recap it all. Good luck, everyone. Enjoy Sunday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.